0: Welcome to a brand new edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Talking to you over these airwaves is sports editor Austin Huff. Joined with me another week, another dollar in the studio, Evan Pack Evan. Another week. <laughs> another week. Haven't gotten ready yet, I guess. So, uh, yeah, you're here.
1: It's getting close.
0: Whoa. No, I'm just kidding Spoilers A little tease the for the end of the show The uh, fall
1: just started and it's already kicking our proverbial butts So
0: Yeah Yeah, Notre Dame hasn't <laughs> even played a game yet, bud You haven't even gone through a game week yet So that's next week
1: Yeah um, It already feels like it I mean, I'm covering Been going to practices Have story Have story mm-hmm. yesterday Have story to do today got a preview to do, and then next week, got more stuff to do, and Friday, got something to do, so, mm-hmm. I mean, might as well be a game week.
0: If it is a, it is feeling like a game week, so.
1: so.
0: We're training you, we're training guy, on a game week.
1: Without so. without the fun. It feels like a game week without the fun of the actual game.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not getting to go to the stadium on Saturday, so, you know. Uh, anyway, that's, that's our Notre Dame talk for the week, because uh, they're not really doing anything overly substantial right now, they're just kind of chilling, getting ready for Florida State, so. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Dora wants to be better kicker, cool. Like Jay Bramble wants to be better punter, awesome. Um, that's the update this week. So, uh let's talk about preps. Let's talk about the prep sports, specifically football. Football, we had uh, a glorious first week of football Friday this past Friday. Um It's pretty glorious. I've covered a couple it. barn burners to say the least. Uh yours truly was in Benton for the 21-10 Goshen victory over Fairfield. Evan, you were in Elkhart for the Lions, defeating Concord 12-7. to And uh, Steve Krah was at, is, was in Napanee for the 7-6 to win for Northwood over Jimtown. Uh,
1: so you were being sarcastic when you said Barnbringer? It,
0: it lived up to everything that Week 1 football is supposed to look like, I think. Um, both of our games had a safety in it. Which, pretty week one energy right there. Um,
1: Mistakes.
0: Yeah, I think my game yeah. unofficially had 13 combined turnovers. Eight in the first half for sure, I know. Because um, I wrote that down in a tweet and it was just like gross to read. Um, yeah, but Goshen gets a win. Uh, Concord Falls, Northwood wins. And then also from our area, Northridge was a 21 nothing over, win over South Bend Adams. Uh, Wawasee fell to Tippecanoe Valley forty-two to seven. Central Noble edged West Noble twenty-one fourteen, and South Bend St. Joseph beat Lakeland twenty-seven nothing. Shut them out. Shut out by the Indians of St. Joseph. Uh, Evan, any of these scores catch you by surprise on Friday night?
1: Um. Well, honestly, maybe Northridge twenty-one nothing over South Bend Adams. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a South Bend school, and I would assume that South Bend Adams would be pretty decent.
0: They're they're usually solid. I mean, they've been they were okay last year. They were a 500 team. So, um, but Northridge beat them two years ago, three years ago as well. They didn't get to play last year because the game was canceled from the pandemic. Um, With but, it
1: just being the first game for Northridge, obviously yeah. a lot of new. Lost a talent, lost a lot of talent, I should say, from last year, and a new coaching staff. So it's, I mean, it seems like they pr- played pretty crisp for the mm-hmm. most part, yeah. out of out of the gate in the first game. So that's well, yeah, got to be, it's got to be good.
0: I think they were one of the teams I thought beginning of the year where I wasn't really sure what they were going to be. Them and Northwood, you know, just Northwood was a younger team, and Northridge with a new coach. And I know Chad Appleby's been there the last couple years as, as an assistant, so it's not completely new, mm-hmm. but still new head coach, new assistants. You know, different philosophy, style. Maybe they're gonna play, and uh, you you just never know, especially on a road game too. And uh, yeah, they looked impressive, man. That's a good win for them. They get to come back and host St. Joe on Friday,
1: which is um, a winnable game. Well, a
0: very, it's a very winnable game.
1: And then they'll probably most likely beat Waukesi after that.
0: When they get Waukesi right, so they could be three and zero. Uh, to start the season, it's
1: the back half of the of the yeah. schedule is the issue.
0: The schedule it doesn't get easy in the NLC with Mishawaka looking dominant last week against Mishawaka Marion Warsaw. Beat a beat ran for 520 yards I saw beat a team from Ohio, um, in pretty convincing fashion. And you know Warsaw and Mishawaka both run those triple option you know offenses to a T. Um, so. 520 rushing yards for Warsaw is kind of what they, almost what what they want in a game. Now, obviously, that's a lot. Good probably zero passing yards, Probably. They probably didn't throw the ball (laughs) once. Um, Honestly. Good, good, good um, teams. You want to keep Warsaw under 300 yards rushing, probably. Just because, I mean, they're going to get yards on the ground. That's what they do, you know? So, it's like there's not much you can do about that. Um, got to force them to throw. Gotta, you got to force them to throw. Got to oh. take
1: the lead early. Right. And uh, force them to throw after that. Right.
0: So, so um, yeah, Northbridge winning was a nice surprise. I think uh, Goshen's defense played really well. I know Fairfield is a younger team this year, and, you know, they, they're growing into their. Bodies, for lack of a better term, I don't think that's the right word. Maybe growing into their roles, you know, (laughs) (laughs) their bodies. Yeah, I mean, they're just younger players. Like they're starting to figure things out. Um, But the defense for Goshen played really well. They're maturing
1: into their roles. I think that's that's a better. You know, it was a fourteen.
0: It it was a fourteen to ten game. Fairfield had the ball. uh, You know, marched right down the field. You know, had a first and goal. I think at the three yard line. And the Goshen defense makes four stops, keeps them out of the end zone. Uh, Roman Schrock had a really nice big tackle for like a five-yard loss, and then uh, the fourth down pass attempt was deflected by Noah Alford. And uh, yeah, they, they, you know, if that defense plays like that, you know, against better competition, then they're going to be in more games than I think people expect them to be. I'm not saying they're going to win all these games. like It's going to be really hard to beat Mishawaka and Warsaw and Northridge apparently this year. Uh, and Northwood is a toss-up every year. Or not every year, but Northwood could be a toss-up this year depending on how the Panthers are playing by uh, week four. But uh, they give themselves a shot. They play defense like that every week. So,
1: so they uh, switched up the – well, sh- shared the uh, quarterback reps, I should say. Hill yes. and Bechtel.
0: Deacon Hill started – and Quinn Bechtel, like, came in on the third series. Coach uh, Kyle Park said that that was the plan, was to have Bechtel come in on the third series no matter what. Uh, just my observations, Quinn is probably the better option for them. Uh, and there's no offense to Deacon. He's a good kid and he's a good athlete. And, you know, obviously, like, can, he can play the position, I think, well. But Bechtel has a better arm, at least at least the, uh, from the first game, he has the better arm of the two. And... It just seemed like he also still has that running ability that Deacon has. So I think Quinn is, has to be the starting quarterback from here on out. They can use Deacon in a variety of ways, you know, whether it be at the quarterback spot. I think they used both of them as running backs at some point during the game as well. So, you know, I, if I were the coach, and this is why I'm not the coach probably, but if I was the coach, I would I would probably start Bechtel. Uh from here on out, so...
1: I mean, Hill could probably be a pretty solid wide receiver, I'd imagine. Right. With his size.
0: Wide receiver, running back, whatever, you know. And they could still use him as cor- at quarterback, too, you know. So, it's not... A well, little wildcat. A well, wildcat, right. I mean, they pretty much were both running wildcat-ish type plays, you know, last week. So, um, they get a nice scrimmage against South Bend Clay this Friday, um, which technically counts as a game, but it's going to look like a scrimmage out there. Um, South Bend Clay... You know, God bless those kids. Um, they <laughs> lost. They lost forty-two-seven to Osceola Grace, which is a homeschool team, uh, last week, and so now they got to play Goshen. Um, the Redhawks are not two and zero by this time next week. Something really, really, really went wrong, or the game was canceled for COVID reasons. There's like, a meteor. Ca- yeah, <laughs> ca- came down.
1: It'd have to be catastrophic. It
0: would have to be pretty insane for the for that for the Redhawks to lose this game on Friday night. But Home opener. So. That's
1: pretty nice. 2-0 for Goshen.
0: And then you get to play Mishawaka in your first conference game. Don't worry about that. Yeah, one, <laughs> one day at a time. One day at a time. Uh, Yeah, I guess one thing that surprised me, too, from last week's games was Concord only getting seven points on the board. Um, they have a lot of skilled players. I know the offensive line is young, but seven... And Elkhart's a good team. We can't take anything away from them, but... Uh, seven points kind of surprised me you were there Evan what was uh you were there (laughs) you were there Evan you give me some analysis on that Concord uh uh, Concord Elkhart game
1: Uh, well I really thought that um, Concord and Elkhart were pretty evenly matched obviously it showed that way on the scoreboard but as the game went on it also seemed that way obviously Elkhart lost a lot of talent from last year lost a lot of starters but uh like you've said before six eight teams like that just kind of re-up you know Yep. They, they, don't, they don't They don't rebuild. They reload. They reload, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, it was obvious that Elkhart had great talent, but Concord held their own first half, and honestly, I felt like Concord outplayed Elkhart in the first half. Unfortunately, they got into, not unfortunately for this part, but they got into Elkhart territory a few times, but they couldn't cash in, whether it be a back-breaking penalty or an interception. Stuff like that, so they missed missed out on opportunities to score just because of basic mistakes at Mm -hmm. at at inopportune times. Like they were pretty clean; there weren't too many penalties for the most part, but they just couldn't convert where they needed to, and that's that's kind of what happened if you look at the scoreboard. But they did have the lead at the halftime after a really ridiculous uh, (laughs) seventy seven yard touchdown pass to uh, Jack D'Arcy, found him quarantined in the middle of the field, <laughs> and then he uh, he kind of did the rest. He did not run everybody, but he uh, he dodged a couple tackles and got to the end zone with like 11 seconds left in the first half, which was kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Gave them a lot of momentum going into halftime. But uh, Elkhart right away, you know, snap of the finger, <laughs> first, first drive uh, uh, in the second half, big run that uh, allowed them to – Take the lead back and uh it was kind of back and forth defensively the rest of the half. Um Concord had one last opportunity. They got inside the 30 with a couple minutes left, and it was a fourth and six, and uh and Moore, wide receiver. He uh it was a good pass from the quarterback. It was catchable, I think, but he had a he had a defender draped over him, so it was a tough it was gonna be a tough play unfortunately couldn't make, the, couldn't make the catch it would have given him a first down and uh, who knows what happens after that but right. wasn't meant to be I guess yeah. So,
0: yeah I was um, like I said I was a little surprised because they have a lot of good weapons but it's week one and interceptions and turnovers and penalties things like that are pretty common everywhere first week mm-hmm. um, so I, I'm confident Concord will get it together they get another tough game this week they play Jimtown this week uh, it's a County rivalry and all that, all that goes into that. So, um, it's a good test for the Minutemen. Jimtown played Northwood tough, you know, lost 7 6, but, you know, the Jimmies are always going to be a tough game when they get, then they're going to get up to play Concord too. You know, it's one of those rivalry games. Um, so,
1: the Jimmies, yeah, yeah like, I think, um, Defensively, Concord really impressed me because Elkhart has a lot of speed, a lot mm-hmm. of athleticism on offense, and they did a great job of keeping their scoring to a minimum, obviously only 12 points and 10 of them coming being given up by them. Actually, so
0: right, it was like a safety there in the was it fourth quarter there was a safety.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a cool safety either. Just the <laughs> uh, Concord was punting they their own end zone, and the snap flew over the punter's head into the back ah, of the end zone. I had so. a cool
0: safety. Grant Thacker sacked Deacon Hill in the end zone. So
1: that is a cool. My safety was cool. Cooler, cooler safety. safety.
0: Yeah. So uh this week we got a pretty decent slate of games. Um, obviously, we mentioned Goshen hosting Clay. That's not a great game necessarily. Um, you will be at Wallacy at West Noble. Both those teams looking for their first win of the season. I would think I'm going to slightly favor West Noble in that one, but you know, I don't know. The
1: two touchdown dub.
0: Maybe. I mean, are we doing predictions? Warrior. On the the Warriors No, I'm good. The warriors. <laughs> uh, you know, they dropped a tough. They dropped a pretty convincing one to Tippy Valley. So I. I don't know. I'm. You know, I'm a little, a little nervous for the Wawasee uh Is Valley even yeah. any good? I, they, traditionally not that great.
1: So, yeah, so that's kind of surprising.
0: A little bit. Uh, Wawasee's been struggling as a program, too. But, yeah, I don't know about that one. Jimtown um, at Concord. That's a really good game. Elkhart County. Um, Northridge home opener we mentioned. South Bend St. Joseph. Northwood, after a nice win against Gymtown, they go to East Noble. That'll be an interesting game for them. Uh, East Noble put a whooping on Plymouth last week. They're ranked in the top five of Class 4A. Uh, That's a really good test early for a young Panthers team against the Knights. Lakeland, after their loss to St. Joe, will host Churubusco. It's not an NECC game, even though both schools are in the NECC. Uh, Big versus small there. And then Fairfield looks to rebound against South Bend Adams. So that's a good challenge for Fairfield in Week 2. Another Class 5A team coming to town. I know Adams maybe didn't look the best against Northridge, but I think Northridge, we can agree Northridge is a little bit better than Fairfield right now. Um, So some interesting games, and then, you know, not from our coverage area, but one that's going to get a lot of attention, Mishawaka and Elkhart. That's going to be a really big game. Good game, good litmus test for both those teams. Um, Both coming off nice wins in Week 1. Mishawaka looked the part. On uh, Friday, like we mentioned they beat Marion, Mishawaka Marion. I think forty-three to sixteen. So uh, it's gonna be a fun game. That Mishawaka Elkhart game is gonna be a lot of fun. So,
1: um, I think it could be fun for a little bit, but I think Mishawaka will win convincingly by the end of it.
0: Yeah, well, big time. There's my prediction. There you go. Now, Coach uh, Josh is gonna pull this audio and <laughs> use it against use it against you. We're never gonna cover Elkhart. Ever Just trying again. to help him out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Motivation. <laughs> For the county. County pride. Yeah. yeah. Um So yeah, that's where we'll be. Uh we'll have we'll have reporters at the Goshen game. Yours truly'll be there. You'll be at Wabasee West Noble and we'll have uh Steve at the Chad Epley home debut, Northridge and Saint Joe. So I should be there. Un- nope. Uncool, bro. Nope. Nope. Un- decision cool. has been made. The decision has been made. So all decisions are final. All athletic directors have been notified who's going where. We cannot change it. So, I'm sorry, bud. Sorry to hurt your feelings. I'm
1: trying to cover the Raiders, bro.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe by week five or six, I might get a chance. Nope.
0: Huh? <clears throat> week week 17.
1: That doesn't exist.
0: I know it doesn't. Uh, but it shift? does in the NFL. <clears throat> it does. So does week it 18. Was week 18 now. 18 now. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's shift our attention uh, to other area of sports. I want to give a. Talk quickly about uh, the Northwood-Fairfield volleyball match from Tuesday night. Five-set, epic match. Uh, Fairfield won the first two sets only for Northwood to rally and to win the final three sets. So the final score was 16-25, 23-25, 25-20, 25-18, 15-7. Uh, that is two of the best teams in our area for volleyball, two, the two defending sectional champions. Fairfield obviously a defending regional champion. On top of that, that pretty much lived up to the hype, and then some, uh, last night, out in Benton. So it's a tough loss for Fairfield. Their last now their last two losses have been uh, where they win the first two sets and then lose the next three. Man, that's like a like a curse or something for them. I don't know. So
1: it's got to be frustrating for the coaches. I will tell you that. I, w-
0: I would bet. Um, Brie Garber for Fairfield in a loss, I think, had the most impressive stat line. 25 kills, 20 digs, and two blocks. Like, that's that's impressive, really. Um, you can't you got to give credit, though, too. Like, from Northwood, M- Macy Lengacher, 35 digs. That's impressive. Annika Barrett, 34 assists. Also very impressive. Uh, these are two of the best teams, like I mentioned, in our area in volleyball. And they kind of put on a show last night. So,
1: we need a rematch.
0: Well, we can't get a rematch. We can't ever get a rematch. Nope. Unless, unless Fairfield moves up to 3A in volleyball uh, due to success factors. So, unfortunately, that's that's the one time we get it. Uh, we got it last night. So for the fans that were there, they got a show. Um, I thought about heading out there and covering it, but later start and it, it could be tough sometimes to get volleyball in on deadline. And sure enough, the match ended until 9:55, and it, our deadline's 10:30. So. We can we really only push that for football on Friday, and that's about it. So, and, and, and basketball, but um, can't really convince the bosses on Tuesday to sweat out a deadline. So, that's fine. Yeah,
1: you're sweating out enough stuff last night. I, think. I know
0: I did. I did way too much. I shouldn't have done that. I'm not gonna do that again.
1: Gonna burn yourself out, buddy.
0: No, not. Well, I literally would have burned. I almost burned myself, like just standing in hundred degree heat for four hours in the sun. But I put sunscreen on, so don't worry.
1: You didn't I, even I, get to, and I stayed, tan. In
0: the sh- I stayed in the shade as much as possible.
1: What do you use SPF one hundred?
0: Probably, I just <laughs> buy the bottle that I need to buy, and I go. Um, so Northwoods one and one, Fairfield two and one in the volleyball season. So I, I expect both those teams to keep playing well and uh, make some noise in their respective conferences and their respective sectionals as well. Um, well speaking of covering things in the sun, last night Westview boys tennis. Number seventeen Westview beat number eighteen Northridge three two. I was at that and uh, potential regional preview. Those two teams right there. Northridge was coming off a really big high. They beat. They won the Penn Invite, which they hadn't won a match in the last couple of years. So they went three and zero this year, which is really impressive. And uh, they were six and zero coming in. Westview had only actually played one match. They were only one and zero coming in. Um, man. I'll tell you what, though, those Hostetler brothers for the Warriors, they're really, really solid. Isaiah at the number one spot, Elijah at the number two spot. Uh, they both won pretty soundly uh, 6'2, 6'3 for Isaiah, 6'1, 6'4 for Elijah. Uh, so I'll tell you what, though, that's going to be a matchup, you know, if they meet again in the regional, whether it be the semifinal or the final, that's going to be a one that's going to be uh, pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if Northridge, you know, Came out a little stronger in some spots and uh, gave Westview a run for their money. I mean, they've Westview's been on top of the the area the last couple seasons. You know, back-to-back regional champs, went to state in 2019. So I wouldn't be surprised if those two teams met up and and uh, Coach Austin Christner had his Raiders ready to go uh, even more for that. So,
1: well, who could uh, contend against those two teams potentially? up I mean, it seems like those are far and away the two best teams in that particular area. So, yeah, I mean, regional is probably what it's going to be, those two teams.
0: Right. Goshen's looked solid so far early in the season. They're they're trying to work through some things as well. Um, Wallace, he's not in that sectional or that regional, actually. So, not anyone from that regional. But Wallace looked looked solid yeah, too. Shout I mean, out to Shout we're gonna get warriors. to them in a second. We're gonna get with them in a second.
1: Um, it was close though, three two. So I mean it could right. go eight, either way by the end of the season. Right at, at that point, you know.
0: Right. And you know, it'll be played in uh I'm assuming it'll be at least forty degrees cooler uh, <laughs> when we get to early October, sixty degrees, we'll seventy see. degrees. We'll see. All yeah. Right, we'll at see. least at least thirty degrees cooler than a hundred that it was yesterday playing yeah. out there so it was the heat
1: index was the heat
0: index was over 100 yes it was hot I sweated out a good 5 pounds just watching it that's I didn't even good play. So you, don't
1: need to, you don't even need to go running
0: don't need to do any exercise I'm just <laughs> going to cover sports the next month um, so yeah good matchup that was good it was good tennis that was good tennis and I'm excited to see both those teams develop and continue to find success this year and hopefully we'll see them again in the second week of October um We'll see. So, um, want to give a couple other shout-outs to some teams. Uh, Evan, do you want to you want to take the charge on this one? The notable non-football teams so far subheading in our rundown notes.
1: You want me to shout out all read, these? Teams read them out. No? Read them
0: out loud. Yeah.
1: Okay, sounds good. We'll start with uh, Wawasee Volleyball. They're 4-0. Yeah. It's a great start. Or Also, Wawasee Boys Tennis, also 4-0. Yeah. So, a couple of programs at Wawasee doing pretty well. It's always great to see. hmm They uh, both
0: beat Central Noble in respective matches last night. 5-0 in tennis and 3-0 in volleyball. So, wow. the Cougars <laughs> were no match for the Warriors.
1: Double double shutout. Uh, Concord Volleyball also has started out well this season at 5-2. and two.
0: Yeah. beat. Uh, I believe they beat... South Bend Adams last night? Or St. Joe? They beat a South Bend school last night. Good those, win for one them. The,
1: one of those South Bends.
0: They beat they beat all of South Bend, actually. All four of them came, merged a team, and Concord beat them. Even Notre Dame. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Bethel. Uh, and, uh, and uh,
1: yeah. I think that's it, right? Just Bethel and Notre Dame? St. Mary's. Bethel's in Mishawaka. Not Be-
0: yeah, not Bethel. I'm sorry. I was thinking of St. Mary's. Yeah, St. Mary's. Sorry. Bethel's
1: Mishawaka. Yep. It's close, though.
0: Sorry, so. Sorry uh, any pilot alumni, pilots, alumni, 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 listening?
1: Alumni. Anyway. Alumni, I Yeah. Think. Also have Northridge Volleyball, 6-1.
0: Yeah. They played well at the West Noble Tournament, went 3-1. I saw them last week against Lakeland. They looked solid. That's a team, too, man. If they get in, you know, they got some talent, they got some senior leadership. They, you know, put it all together. That's another team that could do really well. It uh, seems
1: think, like they already are kind of right, putting it all together Right. But the start of the, schedule, the season. That the schedule will
0: get tougher. You know, NLC, Warsaw's really solid, Northwood. So the, the schedule will toughen up a little bit, you know, for them. And like everybody, I think, you know, early on you want to try to schedule some, not easier games, but, you know, some games you could win and get some confidence going. So mm-hmm. this is a good, good start for them. Uh, they're, they're my sleeper volleyball team this year. So, Definitely. To make like, some noise.
1: Like you uh, mentioned, Goshen Boys Tennis, 5-1. and one. Yep. Like we talked about, who, who would uh, give Westview or Northridge a run for their money? Potentially Goshen at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And then also we could talk about Goshen Girls Soccer, 3-1. and
0: 3-1, and one, good start for them.
1: So they've started out well. Westview took out Wawasee, 8 nothing in their first game, and then Goshen turned around and beat them 3 nothing two days mm-hmm. later. So I think that's a solid win for the Red Hawks for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 3-1, and and their only loss was in the uh, lightning-shortened game against Elkhart. So, you know, who knows? Maybe if they play that game out, they could at least get a tie or maybe rally to win. It was only a 2-1 game. Yep. So, yeah, they're good. They're showing some signs. And, uh, you know, Westview boys soccer had a good first week but kind of ran into a buzzsaw against Goshen on Tuesday, which was kind of surprising. Goshen had been struggling the boys' team a little bit. They lost three one-goal games just agonizing in a sense, but they really like turned it on Tuesday night, five to one. And the game was called short or called because of Lightning, too. So they only played 67 minutes hmm. of the game. But i tell you what, uh, Red Hawks, man, they, they got some talent. Like, there's never been an issue about talent with them, just about putting the ball in the back of the net. And if they maybe something clicked last night, they had four goals in, you know, 27 minutes of second half time that was played. So
1: it was the lightning sh- came down. Yeah, and now the Redhawks just score it will.
0: I mean, if they can figure <laughs> it out, like they can figure out the scoring part, like they are dangerous. That's it's been their biggest Achilles heel the last two or three seasons is just putting the ball in the back of the net. So if they can do that consistently, like they're gonna get another another nice test Saturday. They play good, uh, Northridge at home. You know, Northridge is playing better. They beat Bethany on Tuesday night, they're three and two. You know, um the Raiders are still a solid team, even with all that you know, loss to graduation. So that's it's a key NLC game to start the year for start the conference schedule for both teams. I'm I'm excited to be there for that one on Saturday night. So
1: Oh, you're gonna be there I on am. Saturday night. Yeah. What what time is it?
0: It's a five PM girls game varsity, seven PM boys game varsity. Northridge mm-hmm. and Goshen.
1: It's gonna be uh at dusk, it's gonna be a little dusk game. I
0: know it's gonna be a night, little night contest. So, yeah, should be fun. Should be fun games. Um, there's a there's been some good teams so far. Like these are, you know, I wouldn't I would call them quote unquote like non traditionally strong teams in these sports. At least in my couple of years here. Um, so, for both them to be showing some signs of being like potentially like a formidable squads, like that's cool. It's cool for me at least. So. New new fresh teams to cover and and uh, should be a fun should be fun to see how they progress now when the schedules get a little tougher now and you get to that conference grind and, and things like that so I'm excited um, I'm excited for that yeah I'm excited I'm excited I'm sure. really excited why not yeah you know that's another thing I'm excited for is all these great individual uh, performances quick quick shout out Henry Torres West Noble last night six goals in a win over Angola. He saw Jaden Yoder for Westview score five goals against Angola last week and said, hold my fruit punch or something. What? <laughs> he, he, well, he, can't, he can't hold this beer. You know, he's too young to drink beer. Hold
1: my Gatorade. Hold
0: my, yeah, hold my uh, body armor uh, drink and scored six against Angola. So the Hornets defense, uh, not not there. Apparently just doesn't exist.
1: mm Henry Torres, he's just like a magician when it comes to finding the back of the net. He's pretty good. He scored a ton last year. Uh, actually, his whole high school career, he's, mm-hmm. he's just like a gold machine. So, mm-hmm. as much as you know, it's amazing to see a six goal effort. You know, it's business as usual for the guy. I would say, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, it's pretty <laughs> insane how
0: he can just score pretty much at will. Um, and I want to give a shout out too to Sherilyn Torres. From West Noble. They played Angola last night, too. She might have had one of the more complete games you'll ever see. So she scores two goals in regulation, one with two minutes left to tie the game at four against Angola. They go to PKs, and they bring her in to play goalie for the PKs. They don't have their normal goalie play the PKs. She makes three stops out of five, and a fourth shot went over the bar. And then for the fifth PK for West Noble, they bring her in to kick. She makes it. They win 2-1 to one in the PKs and 5-4 in the game. So that's that's about, you know, you want to talk about doing everything pretty much for the team there, scoring two in regulation, scoring the game winner, making three saves in the PKs. Like, shout-out Sherilyn Torres, you know?
1: I'm sure she appreciates your shout-out because uh, she deserves it mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And she could potentially be an Athlete of the Week for the Goshen News. What? That's right, folks. (laughs) That's right, folks. Starting with this week's games, the Goshen News will be doing an Athlete of the Week contest. Here's how it works. Evan and I will be evaluating athletes throughout the week. You know, all their games, trying to collect stats and and do it the right way, you know, putting them all together on a spreadsheet and whatnot. And then on Sunday afternoons we will get together and we will nominate five athletes, the best five athletes, regardless of gender, school, sport, whatever, the five best we think had the five we think had the best week, they will be nominated. And a poll will go up online Monday morning, eleven A. M with the five nominations and what their accomplishments were, and then you, the readers, the fans, the followers, whatever you'd like to call yourself, you guys will vote for who you think should be the athlete of the week. The poll will end Tuesday night at 8 p.m. The winner will be announced Wednesday morning on our website and on our social media pages. We will then give that person a shout-out, of course, on this very podcast. We record Wednesdays at 1 p.m., and then we will also be hopefully trying to present a certificate to the athlete at the school, acknowledging them as the athlete of the week for that week. And that picture we take with them will run in the Thursday print edition of the Goshen News. So this is a very uh, cool new thing that we are doing. I know a lot of a lot of papers and companies or whatever have athletes of the week, but this is new for us. We're really excited. We really like. Having the element of like the fan vote kind of determining who it is. And I think it's going to be something that our readers really enjoy participating in every week. So
1: let's hope so. Well, if they don't, because enjoy if it, they don't, if they don't, I guess we're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll stop.
0: But um, I think it's very cool. And I think it's something, like I said, that I think people will like to do. I know it's exciting to finally get this going. We've talked about it for months, years. Maybe to get this thing going off the ground Not me and I've <laughs> been around <laughs> enough years To know um, This was something we tried doing in the spring Just couldn't get the ball Fully rolling on it But now it's here We announced it in the newspaper So we have to do it now At least for one week um, So I'm excited I, I think Evan you're excited Yeah
1: Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't crash and burn Yeah. We, we need to uh, get some steam behind this puppy Yep I
0: I think we will be able to do that So uh, look for our social media pages Monday mornings to find the poll We'll be posting it throughout the day as well Monday all through Tuesday as well before the polls close And then look for the winner winner announcement on Wednesday And uh, yeah, we're really excited Like I said, I know it's a cliche to just say excited all the time but
1: Still working on sponsorships we are working. Well.
0: We are working through sponsorship potentially. And if the, you are interested in sponsoring this, <laughs> let us know.
1: And the athlete is supposedly right. Supposed to get a gift card along with the maybe, certificate potentially. Maybe, maybe. Let's it's a potential say, thing. Let's
0: just say we're workshopping some things. I think so. It's possible. Um, so there's a lot of uh, incentive to play well out there. I guess you know. Don't you want a shout-out in the newspaper? Don't
1: you want a $25 Starbucks gift card? <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, can get you, like, three drinks. Yeah, yeah it's great. We're definitely not going to get sponsored by Starbucks. but That would be cool. <laughs> um,
0: that would be very... I would love a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks Starbucks uh, sponsorship. Does the NIL laws apply to uh, paid professional journalists?
1: No. I think we just have to take our <laughs> small paychecks and go. Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's no yeah. name, image, and likeness for us.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Athlete of the Week. The evaluation period begins with this week's games. The first poll comes out Monday, August 30th. And every week we will have Monday and Tuesday voting, Wednesday winner announced. It's going to be very fun. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's, uh, it's going to be fun. So,
1: yes, it's going to become a tradition.
0: A tradition unlike any other. At
1: the Goshen News.
0: I hope. That'd be cool. That'd be cool with me. Uh, so yeah, anything else you want to add, uh, Evan? Anything? you Just gotta get off your chest, or
1: well, I said small paycheck. It's not small. Shh. It's nice, you know. I appreciate the money. Nice so enough paycheck. Put, put that out there. It's, it's not. It's it's uh, large enough. I'm not working for free at the Goshen. Years. Well, you know, I mean,
0: <laughs> if you say it's, if you want to, I mean, you know, so um, I could. Well, yeah.
1: that's also a thing in the works, right? Financially? What, at some point to work for free. Get some, uh, maybe an internship thing going on, potentially.
0: Maybe. We'll see. We're workshopping some ideas, so...
1: So we'll see what happens We're with trying
0: that. to expand the coverage of Goshenews as much as possible, so...
1: We're letting it... We're, we're putting out a lot of... Uh,
0: You're putting out things. a lot of uh, <laughs> behind-the-scenes things that I might have to ask Rich to get rid of, but we'll see. You can just keep them in there, too. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. We're not really spoiling I don't any think anything. I actually
1: spoiled anything for real.
0: No. So... Uh, well, that's going to do it, I think, for this week of the News Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll have our first athlete of the, Athletes of the Week announcement. Athlete of the Week. We'll have full Week 2 football recap, Week 3 preview football, uh, continuing coverage of all the other fall sports. Should be a fun week. Should be an interesting Friday night of football and everything else going on. Uh, conference matches are beginning everywhere. Volleyball, soccer, tennis. So it's kind of cool to start. We're finally getting into that NLC, NECC uh vibe of things so looking forward to how uh all the athletes do this week how the games shake out and we'll be back next week to talk all about it